like when you feel you got scammed, it could be a really bad business and we can start to like make it known like, yo, this person does really, really bad business. Like, so we made, we out of 370 episodes, we released one episode that we agree just wasn't good. There's no ego. It's not like me and Donnie are back and forth. Like, yo, everybody's wrong. We were like, they were right. And here's the reality will probably be wrong again. Yeah. So we talked directly to this audience, but we forgot about the people who actually got scammed. Yeah. So it seemed like we were saying, hey, let the scammers go. And we never said that. We, we were just talking that. to that particular group. So right. we're not wrong about what people are uh, accusing us for being wrong about. Right. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not protecting scammers. We're wrong for our delivery. We just neglected sure. to ever talk to the people who actually got scammed yeah. by actual scammers. Yeah. So. She, I was like, David, David. He's like, no, I'm about to rant. Let me rant. I was like, are we going there? <laughs> Let me suit up. Then we go. And then Look, my sister got talking. my back, okay? Look, he's talking and I feel where it's going. And y'all, I'm like, I told David, this ain't even my fight. But now I'm being dragged through the mud because of this. But it's whatever. Let's boot up. Let's boot up. We here now. And I want y'all to know that. Like, I am my brother's keeper, but I also check Dave when something is not right, as mm-hmm. he checks me when something is not right. But, you know, you I was like, out of them comments, I should have so. stayed out of them. Dang, my comments. But no, I shouldn't have. Yeah. I said, no, I don't. I should not have. I should <laughs> I'm not like, have. Dottie, please don't. He's she like, got don't Dottie respond. going in. Like, okay, let's. She's in the comments. Oh, you want to run in. it? Let's run it. Are you ready? I feel lit on a rainy day. You know what I mean? Because we have business to handle. Welcome to the Social Brew Podcast. We're here. Are you ready? I am so ready. This is going to be a conversation. This is going to be a conversation. Welcome to another amazing episode. My name is Donnie Wiggins, your favorite business coach. And I'm sitting over here with that guy. My name is David Shans. Do we do it now or later? Let's do it now. No, let's do it later. Okay. How was your week? My week, um... My week has actually been really good. You know what's crazy? Well, it's not even crazy, but I have been getting, um, this week was a week full of just getting random bookings Mm. or gigs. Oh, wow. And um, can we talk about the one? Let's do it. We've got the BET Awards coming up this weekend that we'll be showing up at. Happening. Yes, we are. uh, We're doing the BET Awards. That was like completely just random mm-hmm. uh, Miss Skittles hit me yesterday and with a paid gig and you know it's <laughs> yeah. just it's just a lot that's happening this week uh, your boy Mike Whitfield mm-hmm. hit me with the gig yeah. like it's just a lot of stuff that's happening uh, positively yeah. that's been great um my dog is sick this week, sick mm. today. He didn't eat any of those treats, by the way, when I left. They were all still there. Mm. So that's something we got to figure out, uh, hopefully, before we leave town. Um, oh, my God. Had a blast for my good girlfriend, Maya Elias. It was her birthday. Yep, yep, yep. And we had like a whole, I want to say it was a girl's day, but there were some guys there. But it was really the girls doing what yeah. the girls do. So that was really fun. I had an amazing week. How about you? It was really, really good. Uh had some legal conversations, obviously, you know, still going back and forth with kind of like the plans, construction, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, uh, all, uh, we, I got a lot of, a lot of engagement, a lot of engagement, <laughs> a lot of engagement on social media. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see what happened? 
Did hey, good morning. Try to take us down. Try to. <laughs> Can't nobody hold me down. Golly. Oh, no. All right, you want to do it now? I got to keep on moving. Got to keep moving, man. Listen, <laughs> I know that there is a responsibility with uh, anything you do. You have a responsibility. And um, I, I have a pretty, like, chill life. I don't have a whole lot of you know, stuff going on in terms of like friction. Obviously it's business, so you know, stress and things of that nature. But um our audience uh had a lot to say. Our audience not our audience predominantly, but an audience had a lot to say. Here yeah. okay, so you guys saw what happened. Y'all saw what happened. You explain it? Yes, let's yes, yes. let's explain it for those that don't know. <clears throat> so last week's episode of the Social Proof Podcast we deleted that joint. We took it down. <laughs> we deleted that joint. Oh, man. All right. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. So we released an episode last week and um, we said some things. We had a conversation on the podcast where we weren't necessarily directing it to our audience. Correct. Right. Um, we were speaking basically it sounded crazy and we agree. I went I called David. And I said, Dave, I, I just listened back to the episode. That joint sound mad crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded crazy because I understand the clips that were put out. Like, mm. we put out a very risque clip. Like, yeah. we, guys, we chose the clip. Yeah. Right? Our team chose the clip that went out because that we know that the clips, you know, are what drives the engagement to the actual episode. But in hindsight, looking back at it, um, I think that, we could have done a better job at, um, I think that we could have done a better job at putting that leading clip together. I think if we had done, I think if we had done a different leading clip, I think it was um, just uh, misdirected. It was misdirected. So, okay, so let's, um, there is a, a movement going on. Yes. And uh, where anyone can call someone a scammer and it be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Based on the narrative that's put out. Not, not again, not like a certain group of people. There's just a narrative that I'm seeing. Like even my friends are kind of like just saying, you know, kind of using the word scammer loosely and it's so bad. Let me, can I show y'all real quick? Uh, let me, let me read something that happened. Okay. And I just, I, I was frustrated at the, culture that's being created mm -hmm. and we didn't necessarily cover all bases we did so this is how i see it there's a few groups of people there are people who got scammed mm -hmm. and then there's actual scammers and then there's people who like do extensive research on making the world about calling out scammers okay. like that like the coffeezilla guy I was in one of the videos about like somebody else was, he's making this whole case about this whole program or whatever, where, you know, they're calling it a scam. But the way the guy put the video together mm -hmm. was so well oh, researched. That one. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really, really good. I, and I was, I was in it cause I, I invested too. And the way they put it together, I was like, well done. That's that's how you do research on something. This and then there's it. there's some validity to it. And then there's a group of people who just call everybody a scammer. 
right? And, and again, I'm not like, again, I'm not targeting this at any one group of people, but it's just a culture that's being created. Mm hmm. So we were talking the whole episode to that audience of people that call whoever a scammer and just, and a lot of times it's just because the person makes money. I remember, yo, we did a, we did it. We took a picture one time, a couple years ago. And it was a lot, it was like the whole Atlanta entrepreneurial scene. Right. Mm -hmm. And I made a post, like I made one of those like top and bottom posts. It was us. It was, it had to be like 12 of us. I made a good, I made a comparison. I'm like, yo, this is a group of people where we're creating a culture of success, entrepreneurship. We've all helped a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And on top or bottom, it was a picture of Black Wall Street because that's what it reminded me of. Mm -hmm. A bunch of business owners getting together to create something. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a good start to where they're like, yo, well, all of y'all are selling programs. All of y'all are selling stuff. All of y'all are scammers. Yeah. And that's what I'm like, dang, it's just a, it's just a bunch of, Black people getting together, not fighting. We just all, and we make business, we make money independent of each other. You know what I mean? So we just come together. And I think that's kind of how this kind of just everybody's a scammer thing started. Yeah. So we talked directly to this audience, but we forgot about the people who actually got scammed. Yeah. So it seemed like we were saying, hey, let the scammers go. And we never said that. We, we were just talking that. to that particular group. So Right. And and I want to be very clear on that because that's, that's actually what happened. Yeah. Um, there was frustration brewing, and especially because Dave's name and image and likeness are being included in it, there was this frustration brewing. And, you know, it came from a place of frustration. And, you know, this is my BFF, so whatever he's on, I'm on, right? However, the conversation was directed to that audience but I do feel like um I do feel like to the people who have gotten scammed it is important for you to know that we are by no means justifying scammers we also think scammers are trash just to be completely clear nor are we justifying scammers or people who have been alleged question for you why do you want to learn a new language like where would you use it and how would it come in handy think about this Right? Listen, you always wanted to learn a new language. Well, let me introduce you to Rosetta Stone. It is the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you really, really want to learn. Listen, I am looking to really dive deep into Rosetta Stone this year. I tried it. It's really, really fun because I always wanted to be able to reach a broader audience with my business. So we about to learn this Spanish. Espanol, baby. Listen, Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 different languages offered. So if you want to learn Spanish or French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Polish, 25 different languages offered. Also, um, it's fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. For one, there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's a very intuitive process, meaning you pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. The built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also convenient. Like I said, you can use it on desktop or app um, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. You will get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages, for any and all trips and language needs in your life. 
lifetime access, all 25 languages for 50% off. Rosetta Stone is offering you a steal of a deal. Listen up, y'all. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Social Proof Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com forward slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Do it today. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. This is you. You should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turned 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance. Absolutely free at netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. Netsuite.com slash social proof. Just because they may have ever been featured on this podcast, but I also want to go there because I still stand on us having people on like, I don't do the interviews on this podcast, but I will do them on full transparency. Right. Mm. And I don't even know all the people, you know, that have been alleged. But again, what happens is somebody is not satisfied with business. Sometimes this is one scenario where someone's not satisfied with how the business went and they got everything, but they just weren't satisfied. And now they want to call that company a scammer. But then there's this clear, you scam me. I paid for something. I did not get it. That is a scam, right? You owed me services. You disappeared, never heard from you again. That is absolutely a scam. Now, when Dave has guests on the Social Proof podcast, the guests are usually um, someone who asks to be on the show, someone who was recommended to be on the show, somebody who's PR or whatever invited, you know, got them invited onto the show. And there's no way to really predict That that person will later be associated with something that could be sketchy business. Okay, now, at the time that we recorded the episode that was done in poor taste last week, at the time that conversation was alleging that David had someone on the podcast that never actually appeared on the podcast. Correct. Right. That particular person never appeared on the podcast. 
However, social proof is being associated with that person. And we don't even, I don't know that person. Do you know that person? No. Okay. We don't I, even I know. I tell him like the, 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 like the situation. Yeah. Interviewed the guy who got, uh, that got scammed for some money. Yes. And he talked about it at the end of his episode. His whole episode was just fire about real estate and all that. But he was like, yo, I got one more thing to say. Yo, this particular person scammed me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, oh, wow. <laughs> cool. And there were some people that wanted a reaction like, yo, yes, call them out. But I, first off, I don't believe no, I don't believe what nobody says. Like you tell me they scammed you. I don't know the person, so I can't automatically point the finger and say, yo, you're a scammer. Now, through other conversations, we're seeing it. But the point is, the clip came out saying that um, that the, this person, person A, scammed person B. Mm-hmm. But the clip got created, social proof is housing scammers. Protecting scammers. Protecting scammers. Yeah. Or, or interviewing scammers. But they're under the assumption that the person that scammed person B was on the podcast and they never were like I, I I met the person maybe like once or twice. Yeah. So, but because I think I think because I didn't automatically point the finger at the person and say, "Hey, give the person their money back," it could have looked like I'm saying, "Well, don't talk bad about the person," but I don't even know them. Don't you know, know what I mean? So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So that that's what happened. So that's where the energy for that particular yeah. episode came from. It was one track minded about that situation. Well, the episode comes out and I fully understand why people were pissed off. I really do. Were any of y'all pissed off by the episode? You were pissed off by the episode. You want to get on the mic? Yeah, we got on the mic. No. You were pissed off? I wasn't pissed off. Let me get a microphone. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's get the mic. Yeah. So I wasn't pissed off by the episode, but I felt like it wasn't Gotcha. Good. Sorry, guys, the mic wasn't on. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, there was a little silence. Right, right, right. We are getting so that pretty much. Andrew was just saying that episode was not for her. She listened for it, listened to about twenty minutes, and she's like, "Well, this isn't. This doesn't really fit what we're discussing." And we take like when Donnie's like, "Yo, it sounds crazy." I'm like, "All right, cool." We'll just take it down. Yeah. Because we don't have an ego. It's not like, yo, it's you guys are wrong. We're right. Yeah. If we're wrong, we're wrong. wrong. But, I, but I think one of the issues is we're not wrong about what people are uh, accusing us for being wrong about. Right. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not protecting scammers. We're wrong for our delivery. We just neglected sure. to ever talk to the people who actually got scammed yeah. by actual scammers. Yeah. So. And, and I also want to clear up the reason that the episode came down. So... Y'all know I, I, I like to read the comments. I say this all the time. <laughs> I away. like to read the comments. And when the comments were coming in, um, I mentioned it to Dave. I said, ooh, they're not feeling this episode, right? And at that time, we thought, oh, it's just a whole bunch of fake pages coming into the comments to, to say whatever they want to say. Because there are really people who, if you rock with Team A, you're going to jump on their bandwagon and believe whatever it is that they are telling you. It's not, no, I don't want to make it about that though. Well, but it's not, yeah. but it is. And if you are <laughs> our community, then you kind of like, you know, you rock with us and you're yeah. going to go hard for us. So originally it looked like the comments were just people who were going hard based on the narrative that was painted. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at the comments 
And because I look at the comments each week, I'm seeing some familiar names. I'm seeing some familiar supporters in our community who are saying, man, I'm really disappointed. I hope you guys clear this up. I rock with you. And Dave, I really hope you guys just kind of address this like "Mm, this didn't sit right with me. I'm seeing those names of people saying that. And I hit Dave and I said, um, these are actually people in my in our community who are confused. We put out a very confusing message because we talked to one particular side and we didn't talk to the victims and we didn't right. assume anybody in our community was being scammed by, you know, whoever. And we needed to have this conversation. So it's like, let's take it down and let's do another. Um, we thought about going live that day. We thought yeah. about going live that day. But the, the issue there or the position there is like, well, everybody who saw the episode aren't going to necessarily see this live. So we want to make sure we put out our, we want to make sure we clear it up for you and, and even apologize for not talking to the people that we should have been talking to, right? We want to give it to you the same way we originally put it out. So that's why we decided to dedicate today's episode because we definitely hear you. We definitely hear our community. We definitely hear the people who look up to us and who have been believing in us for years. We definitely hear the people who may have been confused or hurt. You know, maybe you understood exactly what we were saying because we said what we said very clearly. It's just we neglected. We were out of pocket for not talking to the audience that we normally talk to. Completely out of pocket for that. And for that I'm sorry. I know that I you apologize. Apologize for yeah. sure. And we've been trolled before. That's not yes. nothing nothing new. But when our audience said like when and you come to the live recording, when you're like, Well, that wasn't a good episode, I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. Did we get the mic fixed? Because I, I want to hear from you. Yeah. And I wanna hear you don't have to be on camera, but we wanna hear your perspective though. Yeah. It was just to the point where you guys seemed like you were somewhere else instead of what like you normally do. For sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. We received that for yeah. sure. And we're listen for the people that don't like they're just now getting to know us through whatever narratives created. We're not talking to you. Okay, like you're gonna be bad about whatever you're bad about, and it's just great. Yo, let me let me tell you how this 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 culture is just wild. And this this was like the frustration after that came out. I got it. I got a DM. I'm gonna read it. The guy says, "Hey Dave, God bless." And I, I'll say his name. He said, "Your man robbed me twice." I feel a way because I only bought his ebook because of you. I look at you as an honorable guy and I felt like he is your friend. He must be a good guy too. I got scammed. Watch this. I purchased his ebook. Great read. Very informative. I took what I learned from the ebook and applied it. Fast forward two years later, I was ready to write another book and I wanted to reference the ebook, but it was gone. I chalked it up as a mistake and repurchased. To my surprise, the ebook never came. I requested a refund and received no response. I'm only telling you because I rock with you so hard. I watch every episode of everything you do. I'm just saying, watch who you co-sign and check your man. That's bad business, maybe even a scam. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one with this experience. Anyway, thanks for all you do. It's a scam, right? First off, you bought the book. You like the book. You use the book, and two years later, it disappears. As if he reached in and took it out of your computer. 
But then he said he bought it again and he never got it and he got scammed. So I sent it immediately and he said, yo, hold on, let me check this. It's a $20, $27 or whatever. Sent it to him. He said his team reached out. Guess what happened? He put in the wrong email. The guy put in the wrong email. But the first thing is, oh my gosh, I did it. I didn't get it. I got scammed. And that's not your that's not your fault. You don't know you put in the wrong email, right? But being so loose with the word. Look, black representation in media means the world to me. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and Montel Williams and Oprah Winfrey. I remember seeing these black voices and I thought, you know what? I want to control a room like that. The next generation, however, of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, The Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Listen, black representation is important. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices uh, as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? Well, if so, I have some bad news. Mint's going away. It's shutting down. But here's some good news. There's an even better alternative. It's called Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and are absolutely loving it. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, which is the top-rated personal finance app, it also has a built-in collaboration feature so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and much more. You can create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com forward slash social. And get this, Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint so you can keep all your tags and categories. And unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up and to customize and to use it all together, okay? Monarch is absolutely obsessed with constantly improving a product. So they actually release updates every two weeks and allow customers to submit suggestions so you can actually vote on requested features and you'll be able to see the product roadmap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com social. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash social for your extended 30-day free trial. 
erred. That's that's the frustration that I get now. Yeah. Like there are people saying, "Yo, the narrative gets so crazy to where it's like um, people are, and, and it doesn't bother us if people call us a scam or you know people are um, creating a narrative on a podcast." Let me give you some numbers to the best of my ability. I calculated that we may have had maybe 200 different people, 200, 250 different people. There's probably on the podcast, interview on the podcast, mm-hmm. on the podcast <clears throat> to the best of my ability that I can think of. And I went through everybody. There's probably three or four questionable people. Mm-hmm. And for those that I think this person's really dope, they've done something, something successful. Very few, like I, most of the people that have ever been on the podcast, either I know them personally or they were referred by somebody and people had some good stuff to say about them. Mm-hmm. So to the best of like the calculation I could think of, we've got maybe three, four people that have done something questionable after the episode. Yeah. For those four people, we're, we're sorry. But it's still, I'm no mathematician, but it gives us a 98% success rate. Yeah. Who has a 98% success rate in your dating life? You got, how's your, how's your, how's your rate? I mean, we can't, we can't control what someone's going to do later. Again, I, and and here's the thing. I, I may get it wrong again. I'm probably another hundred episodes. I'm probably going to get it wrong again. And I apologize in advance. But uh, like Donnie said, in no way are we protecting skin. Why would, what benefit? How does it benefit us to find a scammer yeah. and interview them to scam people? Mm-hmm. I guess if we were making some money, but I don't. And you also, I mean? right, which <laughs> is also a crazy narrative. It's a crazy narrative. It's a crazy narrative. Everybody thinks that we're getting super paid by scammers to come on the show. That's not true. Um, but also, we wouldn't even be friends with someone that we believe For sure. are scammers. I would not be friends with anybody that we believe are scammers. And I, I too want to, you know, address that. <clears throat> There's an interview that I did on a, on my other podcast on full transparency with someone who has become a personal friend. That person became a friend after, you know, all of those accusations. I didn't know though. I didn't know this family Um, At that time, I didn't know this family when they were going through what they were going through. Right. And we built a relationship. And I even in the beginning of that relationship, I remember speaking to um, the wife and I said, let's just fill this out because I don't know. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I, I have heard some things. I'm not oblivious to this. Let's just fill it out. Blah, blah, blah. Let's have. And we've had some very intelligent conversations. Um, That same family was under legal, you know, situations and they were able to produce wins from the law. They were under an investigation and they were able to produce paperwork from a government agency that said they found no wrongdoing. What more can I ask for? Right. What more can I ask for in that situation? And there are people who say, oh, well, I have receipts. I have receipts. I have receipts. Well, I also saw In the comments, these people who were saying, I have receipts, I saw them directly saying, what's your email address? Email me, whatever this situation is. And I saw that they also produce receipts of things like wrong email addresses or people not participating in like their 
monthly calls or whatever the calls. So for updated information. So these people were lost because they weren't taking advantage of the resources. I also saw while I saw a ton of people angry, I saw a ton of people really, really happy, really saying, hey, I'm involved in this, too. And I have no issue. Mm -hmm. But most importantly for me, I saw the legal documentation. Now, someone would say that legal situations are still ongoing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All I know is what's been concluded at mm -hmm. this point. <clears throat> if legal you know, activity is still ongoing, legal activity is still ongoing. And until people are proven guilty, I cannot call somebody out in that way. OK, so, yes, this family are my friends, but it's because based on what I have seen, that the legal evidence that's been presented, there has been no wrongdoing. Yeah. OK, and it's going to remain that way. And I stand on that for sure. I would not be friends with any person that's out here scamming people. Yeah. It leads me also to I did an episode for full transparency that was supposed to release this week. It did not release this week. It did not release this week because I filmed this episode over a month ago at this point. And it's a conversation with someone who has had major allegations of being a scammer. And when that person asked to be on the podcast, I said, if you come on my podcast, we got to address this. We have to have a conversation. I need to I need to I need you to tell me what was going on, why it was going on, how it happened and what's going on with you now. I didn't release that episode because I know if I knew that if I released it before we released this, nobody would get it. Nobody would understand. <clears throat> I'm feeling like I want to release that episode mm -hmm. because it was a responsible conversation. And also it's, it's not, it's allowing people to explain why you chose to mess up in that way and yeah. what you plan to do about it, yeah. right? It's a responsible conversation. And lastly, I want to say, no matter what we say here on this podcast, it's still going to be attacked. Yeah, for People sure. are still going to pull clips. People are still going to find a way to make this a wrongdoing on the Social Proof podcast. And if you decide to get in business where you are creating a public platform where you are comfortable speaking your opinion, where you are comfortable having conversations both easy and hard, where you are doing the thing that you want to do. If you decide to do this, coach, consultant, course creator, podcaster, media personality, rapper, entertain, you are going to be heavily scrutinized at some point, period. Everybody is not happy for you. Everybody doesn't like you. Like our community adores us. Yeah. But then there are people who are unfamiliar with us that because they intercepted us, they became introduced to us in a certain way, i.e. what happened with the scam situation. They will hate us now forever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter how much sense we make. I'm interested. The two young ladies who found issue. Does any of this make sense to you? Does it give you a different perspective or does it still seem like, nope, not good enough? Uh, can, I oh, get a mic? can we get the mic microphone because and, and while we're waiting on that, because our community is really what we're concerned about our 100%. community. Now our community <clears throat> past and those who will come because people who will come in the future will find this, this drama, yeah. so to speak. And we want to make sure like if we're not doing a great job at explaining ourselves, if you don't feel like this is valid, tell us that yeah, like we're, sure. we're 1000 percent open. Let's just yeah. keep that mic miking. Yeah. The whole like, time. Why do we have to adjust it more? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is there another battery that yeah. we can be charging in the meantime? <laughs> okay. Go for it. 
Um, no, I was just saying that it all makes sense. Even on the previous episode, I understood the conversation y'all were having. Like, mm. it made sense to me, but it just wasn't a conversation that I came to the Social Proof Podcast to listen to, you gotcha. know? But yeah, definitely your explanation here today, it, yeah. it makes what sense. What you got? <laughs> as transparent as possible, like... Eat us up if you want to. Like, no, right. it's actually good that you guys are doing that because what people don't understand about when it comes to scamming or being taken advantage of, they don't hold themselves accountable. So the fact that you guys are holding yourself accountable to what happened and what you did, that's where I find it perfect yeah. as far as it goes. And listen, I want to uh, do a, a public uh, invitation. If there are some people that... If there are some people that like, if, if people are calling you a scammer and again, there's probably like three or four people and like the episodes are down. Like we, we take the episodes down. Like they're not, they're not up anymore. They're not you up know what anymore. I mean? um, Nobody else if, can be introduced. For sure. If you want, if there's like a group of people that you want to hear from, like we could do, we can have it. I'm just telling you that the conversation isn't going to be to clear your name. My objective is to find out what's wrong. And I think for the most part, it's not that people intentionally scam. No, I, I don't think people are like building a brand online to scam people intentionally. I think a lot of it just comes down to bad business. For sure. You know what I mean? Most of it is bad business. But here's the thing. If someone is spending their hard earned money, yeah. right, and they pay you, it's not their responsibility to give you grace because you do bad business. Yeah, it no, really for sure. No, no, right? I, that, that's not my point. Well, right I, know, I know that that's not your point. But what I'm going after is... So I understand how someone can become so infuriated with someone who's done. I gave you my last one hundred dollars. Yeah. You're doing bad business. I'm emailing. I'm not getting responses in time. You're sending me links that don't work, like all kinds of stuff. I'm furious. I'm calling you a scammer. Yeah, for sure. I understand why that word is used. And I understand why in the moment it's not really up to that customer to determine was this bad business or was this a scam? For sure. Fact is, it didn't work. I didn't get it. Your customer service is bad. Y'all are trash. I feel scammed. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. So <laughs> my, 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 my point in saying that is there, like when you feel you got scammed, it could be a really bad business and we can, uh, uh, we can start to like make it known like, yo, this person does really, really bad business. Like, so we made, we out of 370 episodes, we released one episode that we agree just wasn't good. Like it just, it wasn't good. It wasn't we good. apologize for dropping it. There's no ego. It's not like me and Donnie are back and forth. Like, yo, everybody's wrong. We were like, they were right. They were right. <laughs> we were trash. <laughs> we were right. trash. You're absolutely right. And, and, Here's the reality. We'll probably be wrong again. Yes. It's so few and far between. Listen, I don't like I'm I'm doing my very best to run a business. Like it wasn't like my dad handed down a business. Like we're all like learning stuff, right? So when someone says that, you know, I did bad business with them, and it's not anytime somebody says I do bad business, it's like the EBA, the the product went to the a junk folder or I, we didn't respond fast enough and we're, we're working on it. We are working on it. That's why I try not to like do too much like high ticket stuff because I want to be able to manage it. And I don't know if we have the team to right mm -hmm. now, right? Mm -hmm. So um, for anybody out there, if you ever maybe, even if something with me, like call me out and we'll try to, somebody call me, somebody sent an email. Where's Kay? Is Kay here? She's in the back. She's up front. 
Somebody sent an email and said, Dave, you're a scammer. <laughs> you took my money. And I said, they sent an email and Kay sent it to me. And I was like, no, yo, what are, you, what are they talking about? Like, try to find out, get to the bottom of it. It's going back and forth. I'm like, Kay, call him. Like, get his number and let's call him. So we call him together. And it turns out, you know, in the comments, sometimes someone will make a profile with the same profile name and the same profile picture. And they'll give the like WhatsApp number. So the guy sent the WhatsApp number. I mean, the, the, the scammer or whatever sent the WhatsApp number saying, hey, this is social proof. If you want more information on Bitcoin, let me know. I got you. The, 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 re the way that uh, I think the major issue is that the guy, um, he sent a screenshot and said, is this you? So I'm guessing whoever's running my social media, the, the actual uh, uh, episode, the actual, um, what's the name? The episode, he's saying, yeah, that's our video. Mm -hmm. But the guy was saying, is this you responding to me? Uh, to the best of my ability, because I, I, don't, I don't remember replying to it. Maybe somebody else running my page. So the guy gets on, he's calling me all types of scammers, names, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, what happened, bro? He was like, so you replied and you sent me to uh, Jan or Jenny or something like that. And Jeannie, something like that. You sent me to Jeannie. And Jeannie said, send the money. I was like, bruh, I don't know not one human name, Genie. period. And what's the number? He starts sending me, oh, the plus this number. I'm like, yo, that's a WhatsApp. That ain't my number, bro. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. And I would be super inclined to say, okay. Now, I can't pay for everybody's getting scanned by a WhatsApp number, right? But I, I, I wanted to say, yo, I give you the money. It was like $1,500. But he called me so many names. I was like, all right, bro, you, that was, I, I didn't scam you. I got to go. We was on the phone for like 30 minutes. Yeah. He just called me so many names. Yeah. And I felt bad, but I'm like, all right, you're just doing too much. Yeah. But for the, for but my, my point in saying all of this is um, we are not getting everything right. One thing I do stand on is that we've helped millions of people with this podcast. For sure. Millions. Period. It was kind of sad to it was people say, yo, I follow the podcast and I, I learned so much, but I can't rock with them no more. I draw the line here. Like what? That kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, it did. But, you know, it did. What are you going to do? It, it definitely stung. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that we're doing this mm -hmm. because this still is the Social Proof Podcast. Yes. And we are not perfect by any means. And David and I have always done a really good job at sharing our wins, also sharing our I guess losses, you know, in a way, in a sort yeah. of speak, um, we've, we've done a really good job at sharing the good stuff and the bad stuff. And there is somebody who is watching this that will say, okay, I know how to handle it now. I know how to not mm -hmm. operate within ego and I owe a few people a, a, an apology or I need to take accountability for something, or there's something that I need to clear up so mm -hmm. I don't get in the hot seat. Like they were in the hot seat. And so for this part, I'm grateful. I always look for the gratitude in whatever is happening. Yeah. I'm also further grateful because um, I've got like my daughter works for me and to see her mother slandered like this on the Internet for a week. <laughs> you did you know? see it? You did. <laughs> you did you think it? your mom was a scam? After this? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to see her mother be slandered and my cousin works for me, who is like a daughter to me. Um, and, and she reads the comments because that's her responsibility. Mm -hmm. Right. She's she's giving me the tone of what people are thinking and what people need to learn. And she's like, 
yeah, I probably should stop reading this one. <laughs> um, but but I'm grateful that they got to see someone who's close to them own up and say, hey, we, we were wrong for that. This didn't work out like this. We are learning to and we are brave enough to do to live our lives this way. Like none of what David and I do are ever pl- planned. We did plan this episode. We planned to talk about this, for sure. but we're not scripted in what we're talking about. We come on, how was your week? And then that usually unfolds into a lesson. Donnie, how was your week? And then that usually unfolds into a lesson. We have talked about investments that we made that on the podcast, we're very excited about, very excited yeah. about. And then yeah, something happens, right? Um, we've had guests that we're very excited about. And then, like Dave said, out of the 250 plus, there's three or four that, yes, are questionable. Period. I'm looking at the wall around us right now at all these people who are on the wall that we have up as greats that have been in this space, that have been in the space of um, a public. What is it? Public persona, talk show host, podcast host. And I don't see one. I don't see one, now us included, mm-hmm. that hasn't been slandered. I don't see one that hasn't <coughs> called, been called out. I don't see one that hasn't rightfully been slandered for something. Yeah, like, mistake, I don't see one sure. that didn't make a mistake. And so, as a result of this, like, well, what happens to Social Proof Podcast next? What happens to Dave and Donnie next? We keep working. <laughs> we keep working. Yeah. We keep doing what we know in our hearts and believe in our hearts to, to be true. And and to be right. And we're going to keep taking you on these journeys. We're going to also keep making mistakes, guys. Like mm-hmm. that just is what there's not a human that can say, well, from this day forward, I will no longer make a mistake. There's not a human that will do it. Yeah. We hope that this serves like we hope for those of you in our community that we angered, that we disappointed. We really hope that you feel our hearts in this. Um, we even hope I even hope that those of you who were introduced to us for the first time and you already had your mind made up. I hope you have a change of heart. I hope you listen to this and you're actually listening to receive versus just listening to respond. I really, truly hope you have a change of heart. But I want 100% of you to know that this won't be our first mistake and it absolutely won't be our last mistake. But 100% of the time, we're going to own up to it and we're going to keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. And the good news is like, we, don't, we, don't, we didn't have to apologize for doing anything shady. Right. We, just gave, we, we neglected a whole group of people who actually got scammed. Yes. And we're apologetic for that. Yes. But I, I do feel sorry for the people who have to apologize for something that they did in error. Like you scammed somebody or you did really, really bad business. You got to own up to that. You so um, for the people that are watching this, and I guess the kind of the good news was. My following grew a little bit. Mine did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there were like we had a bunch of people on like like we saw more subscribers on YouTube. There's a ton of more subscribers. I did a I did a, a YouTube <laughs> live, right? And because most of the issue is on YouTube, it's not really Instagram. Like people are just, you know, they're cool on Instagram. Well, on YouTube. So people are coming in, they're like, yo, you need to vet your guests better. And I can't reply to, you know, we got, we got it right 98% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you need to vet your guests better and this is scam or whatever. But I'm teaching for like an hour and a half. So in the very beginning, I see the slander. About 15 minutes in, it stops. 
What's up, family? Listen, a new year for many people means resolutions to save money. So stop shopping without getting anything in return. Start getting cash back on every single purchase you make with iBorda. iBorda is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average iBorda user earns 145 bucks per year. And that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Buy the flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been wanting to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Join over 50 million savers and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Listen to me, family. Right now, iBorda is offering our listeners $5 just for trying iBorda by using the code SOCIALPROOF when you register. Just go to the Apple Store or Google Play Store and download the free iBorda app to start earning cash back and use code SOCIALPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or Apple Store and use code SOCIALPROOF. Social Proof family, listen, I saw the most incredible device. It's called the Eufy Video Lock. Imagine this, smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security. But it's not just security, it's also for convenience. Imagine this, you're on the couch, and your kids lose their keys. They come home, ring the doorbell, expect you to get up. You don't have to do that anymore. You can look at your kids on the phone and then unlock the door without getting up from the couch. This is a game changer, y'all. Super easy to install. Um, Just need a Phillips head screwdriver. It's so easy. No drilling required. Keyless entry. No more fumbling keys while you're coming home with bags full of groceries. You don't have to worry about friends and family coming through that you want to let in, losing their keys. Short-term renters. Short-term renters. If you are in Airbnb space or you have some rental property, you can let the people in virtually from your phone and get this it has ai self-learning chip embedded for the finger recognition fingerprint recognition meaning the more you use it the more accurate it becomes game changer no battery anxiety lasts up to four months and you'll get a low battery notification all you do is hook it up to a power bank and use your physical key if you need to but you don't have to worry about that passcode unlocking and remote control with 2k clear sight Super enhanced night vision, so it's optimized even in the evening. Secure your packages, two-way audio, so you can talk to the UPS guy. This is this is a game changer. Okay, it's no monthly fees. Unlike those other brands, charge monthly fees. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about storage. You don't have to pay for storage. Customer service is there twenty-four-seven. I'm loving this product. I'm not going to lie to you. Ever have somebody ring your doorbell? You wonder who it is. You can see exactly who it is and unlock the door or keep the door locked if you want to. This is a game changer. Listen, search Eufy Video Lock. That's U-E-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. And I know they're still there because I think what they see now is, Okay, he said something that really made sense. Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. So I think that's what happens when you come to, if you come from a negative place, I think you'll see, if, if you're really, really, if you're trying to like poke holes and find something wrong, it's going to be really, really difficult. 
because we're not lying. We know what we're talking about. So I thought that was really cool. Like, it was people, I think we converted a few. <laughs> what was the last thing you just said? You weren't listening? No, it just, <laughs> I want to hear it the way you just said Were it. you just on your phone? I was. What was the last thing that you just said, though? Because I was listening with one ear open. <laughs> Say it again, Shans. What a scammer. Yeah. <laughs> a scammer. I hate you. I hate you so I, much. I don't remember. Oh, you need to start listening no, more, no, no, okay? No. That's the problem with social proof. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem with social proof. Y'all don't be listening. Y'all just hear the parts that y'all want to hear. Anyway, I know what I want to say. So to the commenters that are saying you need to vet your guests better, what is your response to that? Um, I did I didn't respond at all. Here. Oh, um, we do our very best. I mean, I find people that are successful in a space that get recommended by somebody that I know and trust. And uh, I mean, we, we do our very best, but bro, I'm not, I didn't go to school for this. <laughs> if I feel you're a good person, you're good. Come so have I, a conversation. Yeah, come have a conversation. Come educate the audience. You've been successful in something. So my answer is... Um, I'm doing my best. Okay, <laughs> first of all, what actually happens, um, we do look at the Instagram profile. Yeah. We look because the majority of what we need to find out about these business owners that are operating via Instagram is going to their Instagram page. Like the guy who I brought in on full transparency, you can go to his comments and people are like, no, you scammer, you trash. Blah. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So why would you bring a scammer on? Huh? To address oh. the scamming. Good. All right. For clarity, <laughs> so nice um, to address scammers. that, but but anyway, I'll talk about that later. However, we'll go and do. First of all, they usually come recommended, or we know them, and these people have reputations of doing good business. These people also usually have receipts. They have information on their page where they're showing clients and customers and students actually working with them and being satisfied in business with them, right? Um, and that really is. Just that's the gist of what more do you do? What more do you want us to do? Somebody said, um, I asked this question when I was going back and forth, kind of commenting, like, what more do you want us to do? And somebody said, y'all need to run background checks. <laughs> what? What? OK, I get it. I understand why you don't said really that. I interview an ex-felons or nothing but, like, but you know what I mean? Do you, I don't know that I know somebody who went on the Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres show from within our circle. I asked about the process. There was no background check involved, okay? I know that you can go on Breakfast Club and there are no background checks involved. Why would we do background checks? That is not typical of what happens in this industry. Typically, you are at, you know, you have references and people who can vouch for you and say, hey, you need to have a conversation. It, we don't do anything differently than these other shows where people are being recommended to show up and they're like, oh, we like your story. Let me check them out a little bit. Hey, you guys need to have th these other shows. Same way. How do I know that? Because I know people who have been on these shows. I have been behind the scenes of getting on some of these shows. And it's a, we recommend that you talk to these people. And it's like, oh, let me go check them out. You know how they check us out? They go to their Instagram. They come to our Instagram pages or they were going to their Instagram pages and checking them out. Looks dope. Send me a bio. Yeah. The I, end. I got to write up in Black Enterprise, Forbes. They didn't check my background. They didn't do a background <laughs> Like they see, do, we're doing something amazing. It's obvious that like we're doing something amazing. And that's how I think we have such a good track record of people because 
we're coming to people who have receipts. Yeah, there was there was one of the one of the four sketch people that we had. I want to tell you guys how we handled this. They were trying to come back on. It was a, it was a, a group of people who had been on the Social Proof podcast. And I don't know if I interviewed them, too, or if I was just here that day. Mm-hmm. But we um, they came on the podcast and they were talking good. They talking greasy. Right. And people did business with them. And someone who is in my community as well ends up sending me a DM maybe four or five months later mm-hmm. and saying, yo, I want you to know that these people that you had on the podcast, it looked like they scammed me. And I'm like, well, you know, what does that mean? Tell me, tell me more. And he showed me receipts like he paid for something and he was getting it delivered and fulfilled in bits and pieces. He's getting it delivered and he paid like a high. This is a high ticket. He's getting it fulfilled in bits and pieces. And he's sending me the screenshots of this conversation. So I immediately reach out to the guests that we had on the podcast. Yo, what's up with this? You need to get this clear. And I have all the screenshots and, and proof of this. Yo, what's, what's going on? This is what they're saying. But I'm not jumping off the deep end because I know in between person A and person B, there's always or oftentimes a misunderstanding. So they tell me something that sounds good. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So I go back to the customer and I'm like, well, this is what they said. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, F that. I ain't going with it. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, listen, what would you like me to do in this situation? I just want, I just want what I paid for. In the beginning, he didn't want his money back. He wanted what he paid for. Okay. I go back. Yo, make sure this guy gets what he paid for. They're talking. More work is being done. For a minute, he's satisfied. And then they drop the ball again. And it happens again and again. And now they're cursing at each other. They're threat. Well, they're cursing and they're threatening and they're doing all kinds of stuff. And this guy, the customer found another couple of people who weren't necessarily from our community, but another couple of people who felt what he felt. Right. And so they presented all of this and I looked at it and I, I said, I hit you and said, this ain't good. Yeah, at the, the time, same person sent it to me too. The same person sent them. it to you. Yep. We called them. We got on the phone with them. I attempted to remedy the situation. I went to the person like, this is what you have to do. Well, while all this is going on, this person, these two people are trying to come back on the podcast. Mm. They want to come back on the podcast. It's been at this point, like six months. We got to come back on the podcast. And I said to them, until and unless this is clear, you will never be on the podcast again and we're removing you from the platform. That's how it was handled. I just didn't know. Like it wasn't even cleared yeah. up. Like if there's this, then it's I was a like, no. no I'm good. If this is what you're doing, you can never come back on the podcast again. And we're removing you from the platform. And <coughs> let us know in the comments. You know, you you can say something about that. Mm-hmm. I saw with my own eyes that they were getting stuff delivered in pieces. It was super slow motion. And the the company had all of these excuses and they were talking about, you know, they were they were dealing with entrepreneur stuff. Their team was quitting on them. People are not showing up for work. People who they hired to outsource, not showing up for the calls. That's not the customer's problem. Get these people together. I don't care if you got to do it yourself. Get these people together. And it continued to go on. You will not be able to come ever back on the Social Proof podcast and the episode comes down. That's just I don't know that the next step should have been to come on the podcast and say these people specifically 
do bad business. I felt at that time that the good thing to do was to remove them from our platform completely and never allow them to come back again. Yeah. So in that scenario too, I also seen a lot of people that were satisfied. Also, the, and that you know I, I mean? left that part. And out. I went to a whole event where they had a whole event, and I'm talking about like people singing their praises. I was, mm-hmm. I spoke at it, so like it, it it puts me in a situation. Okay, these people are not receiving good customer service. Yes, this person isn't running because like they're addressing. When I, yeah, when I when I called, I was like, "Yo, bro, I I think you just give me money back because you're gonna have some people that one." Um, and this is my advice to him was you're not going to satisfy everybody. Yeah. Not saying that the person's doing something wrong, but you as a person, you cannot satisfy everybody. Sometimes you got so much business, business, some things fall through the cracks. People that fall through the cracks, give them their money back. That's my advice for you. But also you got a whole group of people that people that like, that really love you. Yeah. So again, if you don't have some sort of following or validation, you'll never make it to the podcast anyway. Yeah. Interviewed a, a, a couple that, um, they're making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And we did the interview. And after the interview, because I'm, I'm kind of looking at their page and all that kind of stuff. And I just so happened to go to YouTube, like, yo, just put in this person's name. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And then scan behind it. I found two videos of two people who took some time to make a scam video about this couple. So I called them and said, yo, it's not coming out. There's something that's, there's something here. There's somebody who's going to take their time to make this video. And I told him, I said, well, um, we can come back. You can come back on the podcast, but the whole podcast is me trying to figure out why someone's calling you a scammer. And it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be like you're coming on here to clear your name. I'm saying we can come back because this is a, this is going to be a good topic because I need to because here's what's here's what no one's doing, Donnie. And put your phone down. I'm Googling. Here's what nobody's doing right now. Um, no one's <laughs> teaching someone how to not get scammed. We're only telling people who's scamming. Mm, that's important. So we probably, and again, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't like sat and thought about how to like a tutorial steps to uh, make not scammed. get scammed. Oh yeah, for sure. We've, We've been, been scammed. Oh, have we? <laughs> and uh. we don't come on the podcast and say, this person scammed us. We talk generally about the situation, but I have personally been scammed and you have not heard me say, 
this person scammed me. You know, here's here's why I don't say people like if they're scamming a bunch of people, if, if it's a scam, I know how to recognize that. Stay away from that. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just a bad investment. Sometimes it's an investment. And if I didn't vet the investment, so I think even with the, the situation with the couple we were just talking about, that you were, you were talking about, I don't think he scammed intentionally. I think, like if, if you put some money together, like Crown, I was just talking to my guy the other day. He was like, yo, we do real estate stuff, but I'm not pulling people together to invest. Mm -hmm. Because the way an investment works is, if you put your money in, a bunch of people crowdfunding, everybody puts their money in, and let's say they give it to me, it's my responsibility to flip that money. Yeah. Now, if something happens to where I make a bad investment, I didn't scam these people. I just made a bad investment. Yeah. And you may have made a bad investment in me, but it's 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 business. So yeah. some I, I can't say that I've been scammed. You know what I just did? What up? What most people do. What? I've been scammed. But I'm thinking about the two scenarios that I'm 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 referencing in my head yeah. when I say I've been scammed and the one is a six-figure investment that I made that I made the invent the decision on a whim I did no research mm -hmm. I did no research I saw something I wanted to jump on the bandwagon I went all in and I didn't even like tiptoe in mm -hmm. I went all in and it didn't work out I can't necessarily say yet right because there's still legal stuff that's yeah. happening. I cannot say, even if it does come out and it ended up being a scam, at the end of the day, I made no, who just gives somebody six figures without doing any research, asking any questions? I didn't even have a sit down face to face meeting. You know what I mean? Where do I send the wire? I have to take some accountability in that. And then the second that I was referencing was the same boutique online that um, I talked about in that episode. But at the end of the day, though that person for months didn't send me my garments. They didn't send me what I ordered. Then when I threatened to call them out, they sent me clothes that I ordered smalls and mediums. They sent me extra larges <laughs> and three X's in the clothes, right? They just sent me something just to say they sent something. And when I reached back out to them and said, this, this is unacceptable. I'm at this point, I want my money or you or I will have to talk about you. It's in my direct experience, right? They sent me the money back at that point. It's no longer. Is it a scam? Like I made a purchase. I didn't get what I ordered. It took months to resolve, but they did give me my money back. You know what I'm saying? So I do know friends who shop at that same boutique. They get their order without any problem. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my order. Now, I can't, I don't feel comfortable saying that they're a scam. I now look at it and I'm like, well, I did get my money back. They did very bad business with me. Yeah. I'll never shop there again. But my friends, it didn't make, I shared it with my friends. Y'all don't shop here anymore because this is what they did. Yeah. My friends are like, I be getting my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> my stuff fit I right. Getting, my stuff fit. I get, what, I get it when they say they're going to deliver it and blah, 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 blah. And that is really, you know, kind of, kind of the end of it. But yeah. we do, you know, we do have to do, and there were there were some even comments as I was looking through their stuff. They delete them really quickly, but they do get comments that say, I didn't get my order. I didn't get my order. But I know people in real life who did. So all of this to say, I just made the same mistake. Mm -hmm. I just alleged scams 
for one, I didn't do my own due diligence and mm. Man, if I had just done my due diligence, yeah. I wouldn't have made the investment. Okay. It wouldn't even be a situation. And two, I got my money back. So it was just bad business, not a scam. Um, but we, we also want to encourage, and I think we did an episode before talking about how to not get scammed, but we can even touch on the subject again. I don't think we have enough time to really go through it, but if I could just really quickly just give a couple of things like Google everybody, yeah. Google everybody. Um, if it's a high ticket price, even people that you see here on the social proof podcast, because guys, we are having these conversations for the first time, just like you're seeing it yeah. for the first time. Okay. Google everybody. Ask for references. If it's a high ticket thing, like people you're spending a hundred dollars with, they're probably not going to spend time sending you references, but you're spending tens of thousands of dollars. Ask for references, contact the references, right? Contact the references and make sure you have a conversation. Ask about the experience, ask about their result, ask about these things. Scroll back. If somebody has said that they've been doing this for 10 years, Scroll back 10 years and look for evidence that they've been doing this for 10 years, sure. right? This is just another way to do that. Actually search people in the Better Business Bureau. Now that's a that's a either or way with me because anybody can make a report on the Better Business Bureau. And usually people who are angry are the only people who leave testimonials, yeah. right? They Well, they leave more testimonials or more experience shares than people who were satisfied. People who were satisfied typically just go on about their business, yeah. right? Or they may say something to their small small group of people look at you know look at the the yelps and the <coughs> bings and the reddits and see if there's any conversation that feels valid to you but when you see these negative comments about brands also let's think critically and say does this sound like it's coming from a person who actually did business from this with this person like is this person sharing an experience or is this person just sharing a, a comment most people that I've seen most people that I, just like being able to tell the real comments on our page from our supporters and people who had just been introduced to us, they shared an actual experience and then a thought, right? So they'll say, well, I ordered such and such on this date at this time. And I've been going back and forth with your customer service department. Never heard from y'all. You guys are a scam. You guys do bad business. That's going to be a comment that you can kind of bank on more so than y'all are scammers. Yeah. People who have actual grievances usually explain the grievances because they want to be want to be believed yeah. by other people. So those are just a couple of things um, that you can do and ask for before you do business. Ask not just for referrals from the people that you're finding, but ask the people that, you know, for referrals. And yeah. they may point you in the direction of somebody else that's a little bit more trustworthy. Yeah. And I think even if you're going to spend ten, twenty thousand dollars. It's uh, it could be a really, really good investment to get an attorney to create a con a contract for mm. a few hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Most most people that like have these services, there's not like a a legal binding agreement necessarily. You send a wire. You know what I mean? Or they're telling you what they're what they're going to receive. But uh, I I think if you are going to be an investor in certain things, you have an attorney say, "Yo, this is what I this is what I'm about to invest in." What happens if this investment goes sour? Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't. So I had an attorney when I opened my store in South Dakota Mall. I had an attorney review the contract. It was actually prepaid legal, legal shield. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, my little money every month. You know what I mean? Little $59.99. Oh, for sure. So the, the lady at South Dakota Mall sends me the agreement. I sent it to my attorney. I said, well, I'll have my attorney review it. 
I was spending $27 a month, but it was cool to say. I had my attorney review it. I sent it to my attorney. The attorney comes back and say, yo, everything looks good. But there's this clause in here that says they can get you, uh, they can tell you to, they can kick you out with a 30-day notice. So I go back to the lady. I said, I need this removed. My attorney said, yeah. you guys can kick me. I can open today. You guys can tell me I got to go in 30 days. Mm -hmm. She said, well, that particular space has been vacant for like seven, eight years. I don't know that somebody's going to come in and do it. Like, just take your spot. Sure enough, open up, take a couple months to open up. A few months later, I get a notice, maybe three, four months later. Hey, DTLR wants to take your space, a bigger store. Um, is, you said, can you mute her? Is somebody muted? Is somebody loud right now? Okay. Um, all right, so, oh yeah, okay, right there, good. So a few months later, she says, hey, DTLR wants to take your space. We're gonna put you where the picture framing people are. And I'm like, I'm not going there. I felt like the mall did me wrong. But my attorney told me that this could happen. So I had to be comfortable knowing if you are going to invest anything, anything, just know there's a possibility that it couldn't work out. It could not work out. And I think one of the best advice I ever learned was never invest money that I can't afford to lose, especially because you cannot trust humans. Listen, y'all can watch this episode. I'm, I'm not telling you to 100% trust what we say. I think it's a good idea. I feel like we have enough receipts and enough love and track record where you can trust us somewhat. But I'm saying... Don't trust anybody 100%. Mm -mm. It's a possibility. First off, there's one person I know we can call a scam. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> he scammed people for sure. But typically for a scam, it takes a little while to find out. Yeah. That someone that's like this person is actually making this like this scheme or whatever. But hey man, don't trust anybody, not even us. Not, we don't do perfect business. You know what I mean? We have we have absolutely pissed some people off yeah. and I mean, but I, I've been in business for more than 10 years, right? Yeah. You're not going to satisfy everybody. If you're a business owner, I don't want you to look at this and say, oh, my God, I got to be so perfect. I never make a mistake because that's you're going to stress yourself yeah. out. The, the key is to always operate with integrity, put systems and processes in place that can lightweight guarantee that you do good business yeah. and do good business. Right. But not 100 percent of people will be satisfied with you day in or day night, day out. Not 100% of people are satisfied with me. Not 100% of people are satisfied with David. So don't be and afraid. not 100% of people are satisfied with you. With so, you. So the person that's with you. claiming that you high and mighty, like just, you're not perfect You're either. not perfect You know what I mean? The person either. watching this. The person not, watching is. this. But don't let this situation uh, scare you out of doing your own podcast, becoming mm. your own coach, becoming your own, becoming a CEO, becoming an entrepreneur. Do not let this scare you because there is an audience of people that are heavily influenced by our journey. Don't let this scare you. Let this teach you a lesson as it's taught us a lesson. Again, I'm grateful for this moment. 
uh, because we said we said what we said. Mm. We had to we had to come here and have real freaking. We had to have real. We had to put out real social proof on how you handle a situation like this. Now I hope that it doesn't ever happen again. But we know that there's a strong possibility that it will. I feel strongly that some things have been said today that somebody is going to pick pick apart. Oh, for sure. And I'm fine with it. I am. I'm. I'm fine with it because the the people who who belong connected to us, the people who desire to be connected to us, they heard our message the way that we intended them to hear this message today. Did we apologize good or, hey, listen, we can apologize some more. We can, we can be sorrier. Do you think? Seriously, y'all <laughs> no, think? No, seriously. You were the most pissed off. She walked yeah, in here upset. with like, y'all owe me Ready. an explanation. I'm Ready. almost scared to walk past your chair. Do you feel, are we good? Is the mic on? Who knows? Yeah. What did you think we did wrong initially and how do we fix it today? Before you were reacting, Use the mic. Use the mic. Hold your mic up. For sure. Yes, it was. Yes, Dang. indeedy. Dang. Donnie was trying to say something to me last episode. Let me rant. She, I was like, David, David. He's like, no, I'm about to rant. Let me rant. I was like, are we going there? <laughs> Let me suit up. Then we go. And then Look, my sister got talking. my back, okay? Look, he's talking, and I feel where it's going. And y'all, I'm like, I told David, this ain't even my fight. But now I'm being dragged through the mud because of this. But it's whatever. Let's move up. Here Let's move up. We here now. And I want y'all to know that. Like, I am my brother's keeper, but... I also check Dave when something is not right as mm-hmm. he checks me when something is not right. But, you know, you I was like, out of them comments I should have stayed out of them. Dang my comments. But no, I shouldn't have. Yeah. I did, no, I don't. I should not. Have, <laughs> I should I'm not like, have. Dottie, please don't. He's like, don't Dottie going in. Like, okay, let's. She's in the comments. Oh, you want to run it? Let's <laughs> run it. But I am proud of myself because um, I feel like I responded very intelligently. I did yeah. not. I was being cursed out, cursed at. I did not respond that way. I responded very, very, very like I responded in a way that I would be proud of. Yeah. And um, and it was just, you know, could I have stayed out of the comments? Absolutely. But sometimes you just have to do what you can to attempt to defend yourself. What I did learn in this situation, though, is that when you're going into somebody else's house, right, into somebody else's community, you will never be right. Mm. So at the end of it, it's like, sure, you responded, but if you continue to respond, it doesn't matter. You'll never win in this situation. So just STFU right now. (laughs) (laughs) STFU. But yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. They, they, so we're going to talk about, no, I want to rant. Okay. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I, uh, y'all know how y'all would be with y'all brothers. If your brother about to go in. You like, this what we doing? This what we doing. All right. <laughs> Jumped out of character a little bit. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the reason we didn't, because we were actually talking about it, like, yo, we should go live, but we didn't because it would have probably been more emotion. And I mean, we're like, there's, there's like, there's people like sending me DMs and I'm replying to the DM because it's just me and the person. Like, it's not like they're doing, there's people that's going to be like commenting in the chat because they want to be a part of the chat. Like, yo, I've been, I've been in scenarios where I see something on Shade Room and I have an opinion about it. But if I go in the chat, the chat 
can actually make me change my viewpoint. 100% of the time. So there are some people in the chat, because there's other negative stuff in the chat, they're joining this bandwagon because they want to be a part of it. They want to get the likes of their comments, right? Mm -hmm. But pretty much everybody that DM me, like, yo, I think you need to take accountability. I had real back and forth with them. Me Voice too. notes and all. Me too. Like, yo, this, this is my position. I'm sorry we neglected the people who are probably hurt by actually getting scammed by yeah. actual scammers. Yeah. And we were just very selfish talking to a group of people that I still think that that culture is corny because you can just point at somebody and call them a scammer and that's how people are building their following. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just seeing it more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, we just got emotional talking to them. We didn't talk to the people who got scammed. We didn't talk to the actual scammers. We didn't big up the people who are actually doing their research and mm -hmm. uncovering scammers and putting the light on scammers. I applaud those people that say, yo, I'm going to make it my business to intelligently speak before I point my finger. Mm -hmm. Let me just make, yo, there's somebody going to take this video. As soon as they see it, the objective is to like cut it up and make it whatever they want to make it. Oh yes. But like, we're not, we're not talking to those people. You know what I mean? We're only talking to our audience. Congratulations to the people who are uncovering scammers with real due diligence. With real due diligence. And I'm sorry to the people that got scammed. Hopefully you get a contract if you're going to spend a lot of money. Do your due diligence in terms of not only their social media, but don't feel bad to say, hey, send me a few references. Mm -hmm. Hey, if, if you want to join the meetup, morning meetup, it's $79 a month. I'm on there every day. Am I not? I'm not like, I'm not running nowhere. But before you invest your $79, for one, there's a free trial. You can come on for free. But before you invest, feel free to say, hey, send me 10 people. Send me 20 people that will say you're actually there in the mornings. Before you even spend your free trial. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before, Just do that. You, you know what I mean? Time. Before you like, before you, uh, uh, like we got the podcast summit coming up. Shouts out to these commercials that I'm doing right now. This is a good commercial. We got the podcast summit coming up, okay? Before you buy your ticket, send me a DM. Just say, hey, send me 10 people you help with their podcast. Send me 20 people you help with their podcast. 20 people that would say, yo, you really helped me. Just send me the DM. I'm going to start compiling a list, okay? Just so you can trust that when you come to the podcast summit, this isn't going to be like the fire festival. The summit is going to be that people will actually be in that room. <laughs> the podcast Desire. fire festival. The podcast fire, anyway. fire festival. Anyway, guys, we 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 hope that you um, really got the message that we intended from You want to apologize one more time just in case they say that wasn't a good apology? Now you being corny. What? <laughs> At the end, just because you know you apologize and then no, you'll say a bunch Shams. of stuff. No, and I'm then they're like, oh, there you go. You're trying to clean up your apology. We apologize for not considering our audience and the people that got scammed. And we're sorry. I apologize for being my brother's keeper. I no, I'm just joking. I mean, I, I don't. I would I would do it again. Yeah, if we um, fight, we gonna fight. Period. But I do apologize for uh, the direction of that conversation. Um, and I want to say thank you. It's not all about the people who feel something negative. I want to say thank you to the people who came through and supported, who had our back, who mm -hmm. had great things to say. Like, honestly, this is why this podcast, this is why this episode is happening today. For 
you guys came through and you were so thankful. You stood up and was like, oh no, Donnie has been X, Y, and Z. Not Dave them. has been. Not them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not, oh, not them. Yeah. Not them. Dave has been X, Y, Z. Dave has been doing this. Donnie has been doing that. Y'all can come to my page and see I'm official. You can come to David's page and see I'm official every single day. But there were there just as many of you, just as many people that were upset and ready to part ways there were way more people that were like standing their ground, holding firm, like don't come over here with this mess. (laughs) This is what's, I mean, even on my episode that released yesterday, somebody left a comment like, but when we going to talk about these scammers though, and somebody like they immediately attacked it. You saw that Brie immediately like, don't come in here with that. Don't, don't come over here with that. Like this ain't what that is and blah, 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 blah. So there were so many people of in our community that had our back. So many friends that also reached out and had our backs and just making sure that we were okay and we weren't like sad about it or hiding. And, but I went live the same day. I ain't hiding from nothing. Like, you know, we, we still continue to handle our business. So just as much as we are apologetic to those of you who were rightfully offended and uh, misunderstood or understood and didn't like what you understood as well as to the, you know, we're, we're apologetic to those of you, but we are sincerely grateful to those of you who right. also had no question and you had our backs. And, and we're also grateful to those of you in our community that were upset and called us out. Like we, we, we're grateful to those of you who were brave enough and bold enough to call us out because a lot of people have like a whole lot of yes people in their communities. And mm-hmm. yes, 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 I'm gonna stand by you just because I stand by you. I'm grateful that that wasn't you. And because that wasn't you, that's what motivated this episode and allow us allowed us to think about it from your perspective, not just our own emotions, but from your perspective. And that's why we're here today. So shout out to y'all, too. Yes. Super shout out to the two people who was brave enough to come in our face and say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> said we pulling up we pulling up because we need answers <laughs> oh man all right we so we, we, gotta, we gotta go um all right let me do the, my commercials real quick you just did them i want to do them again do them one more time let's go join the morning meetup where we are scammer free okay there's hundreds of entrepreneurs on a call every single day the morning meetup.com oh we have a theme what we have a theme for the month <laughs> And every single morning, Monday through Friday, we are giving you the game, the experiences. I'm bringing other entrepreneurial friends to give you uh, perspectives like or, on, you know, tutorials on whatever the theme is for that month. So join the morningmeetup.com. We have a free trial right now where you kind of taste test it, see if you like it, see if you're feeling it, see if you can wake up every single morning, join our book club. We've read like 30 something books together over the last two years. It's been amazing. And uh, uh, July 30th, and 31st in Miami, Florida. We are doing the podcast summit. I'm going to teach you how to build a big platform that people will call you a scammer. I'm just saying. You can build a good... Oh my God. David, have you learned anything? (laughs) As you build a platform, first off, you got to be... You got to be... Just mindful. As you build a brand, I'm glad I'm going through it because now I can talk to some other people that are soon going to go through it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm 100% being called out. The first thing I'm going to tell them, be transparent. I can't. Don't try to uh, don't try to like make it seem like everybody else is wrong. Take full accountability. Do a video. Shoot a pot. You know what I mean? 
tell your sister stay out the comments. <laughs> Even though I got her on the ledge. I'm trying to talk her off the ledge and I'm the reason she's on the ledge. Yes. Because Dottie is all go. Like, I got your back. So, shouts out to that. But Podcast Summit two-day experience. We are going to have some of the biggest podcasters in the country teaching you how to build what they built. Communication skills, interview skills. Really importantly, how to monetize, heavily monetize a podcast. Now is the time that we lift every voice, okay? Build your platform because you deserve to have a voice in this world. Podcastsummit.com. Yes, and if you are interested in establishing your authority and you want to be a coach, consultant, or course creator, and you want you need a developmental program that's going to develop you from scratch, you need this real. You need the real of actually what happens when you are a coach, consultant, uh, and course creator. Come to my website, sixfigureedu.com, where I help students build valuable but imperfect businesses, businesses that have a solid foundation, businesses that actually provide value to their audience, their community, sixfigureedu.com. Also, for those of you who are struggling to connect with your audience via social media, meaning they come, they engage, or maybe they don't engage just yet, but you can't figure out how to get them off of Instagram and into your payment processing, meaning converting them from followers to customers. I have an offer for you. It's called Post to, to Paid. We send out three text messages every single day directly to your phone of exactly what you should say and post on your social media. And these posts actually secure engagement if you're consistent with it and you do it every single day, not when you're picking and choosing, but when you are consistent with it. Post to Paid will help you out. And it's just $37 a month. You can text the words POST to pay to 404-737-2767 and we'll get you squared away. There we have it. There Listen, have love it. you all. Thanks for the support. Thank you for the accountability. The accountability. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank right, y'all. And, and, and thank you for what I know is going to come from this as well. Yes. Thank you. Let's get it. I got